0: Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? Justin Nalt here with another Just Justin episode of the Clovis Culture Podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five star review on your favorite podcast platform. Each and every review counts. It really, really helps, and it truly means the world to me. Thank you. As always, this episode is brought to you by Clovis. I am the founder and CEO of Clovis, and I am in the business of changing people's lives for the better. I am a certified nutritional therapist, and I have helped over 1,000 people just like you transform their health and wellness. And I want to work with you. To prove it, I'm going to give you a free seven-day trial which will give you full-blown access to all of the exclusive members-only content that Clovis has to offer. Just visit IamClovis.com start. I-A-M-C-L-O-V-I-S dot com slash start. Start. You will find videos of yours truly, and you will find some incredible transformation stories from real-life Clovis clients. You will be shocked by the incredible stories that these brave individuals have to tell. Stories of full-blown life transformation. 50 pounds in 8 weeks, 40 pounds in 60 days, 19 pounds in 21 days, 100 pounds in 6 months, you name it, I have a client who has done it. And you can too. Check out IamClovis.com start and get started with your free trial today. If you'd like to check out my physical products, I just want to let you know that if you go to IamClovis.com right now, I-A-M-C-L-O-V-I-S.com, you can get bags of select formulas of the Perfect Paleo Powder for just a bag, which is absolutely insane. This is the lowest price in the history of Clovis, the lowest price I have ever offered on the Perfect Paleo Powder. And once these bags sell out, they are gone forever. I want to repeat that. These products will not be manufactured again. Once they sell out, they are gone forever. So if you love these formulas, if you love Digest and Rest, the pre-workout formula, the post-workout formula, if you really love these formulas, you need to get your hands on as many bags as you possibly can right now. Because once they sell out, they are gone for good. I highly suggest that you go ahead and stockpile the formulas that you love. The sealed bags can hang out in your pantry for as long as you need them to. And there is no limit on how many bags you can buy. You can literally just get on there and buy to your heart's content. Also, there is no coupon code, there is no special instructions, no nothing. By the time you hear this, the prices will already be changed and updated on the I am Clovis website. So head over to IamClovis.com and get your hands on $30 bags of the Perfect Paleo Powder right now before everybody else does because once they sell out, they're gone for good. That's it. All right, let's get on with the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. The Trouble with Loved Ones. For my next trick, I am going to alienate myself from most of my audience. Now, I'm partly joking, of course, but I lead with this preface to let you know that the topic of today's episode is going to be quite difficult for some of you. For those of you that find it the most difficult, well, you probably need to address this more than other listeners. Today, I am talking about loved ones. The good, the bad, the ugly. I was originally going to release an episode about productivity this week, but the more client calls I take, the more I realize that this topic of loved ones is low-hanging fruit for most of you. You just may not realize it yet. The thing is, you can have all the best systems, the best productivity hacks, the best time management practices in place to set yourself up for success, and your loved ones can unknowingly derail all of it in a single sentence. So let me start by nipping in the bud all of the pushback that I am assuredly going to get from this episode. Again, the good, the bad, and the ugly. For most of us, it is true that the ones we love the most also love us very much and genuinely want what is best for us. For others who aren't so lucky... These loved ones are unsupportive or even abusive. They do not want what is best for anyone, really. And then there are the few of us who have faced the challenge of having virtually no family at all. Maybe their blood relatives have all passed away or they've become estranged from them for personal reasons or perhaps they've never met them at all. Obviously, there are countless family dynamics and I can't even begin to address everyone's unique situation. So for the remainder of this episode, I'm going to continue using the term loved ones. This way, I'm not just talking about your immediate family. I'm talking about the people closest to you, whom you love more than anyone else on the planet. You get to define which people fit that description in your life personally. The heart of today's discussion is going to be about the loved ones who really do love us and really want what is best for us. And therein lies the root of the problem. They want what is best for us. Just think about that for one second. Who gets to define what is best for us? When loved ones give us their opinions about our life and our choices, they will even say those words out loud. Quote, you know, I just want what is best for you. End quote. These cliche words are repeated all the time. And for whatever reason, the speakers cannot see the fundamental flaw in the statement itself. If you really want to watch someone's brain break, the next time someone says those words to you, just smile and respond with, what's best for me according to who? Or just say, according to whose standards? Your standards or my standards? I assure you, it will take them an extra moment to respond than it does when they're responding with their usual rapid-fire opinions. Because the truth is, they've never actually stopped and thought about where their own ideas for an ideal life come from, not even for a second. Remember, I am not saying your loved ones are being malicious. You need to understand that they truly believe they know what is best for you. They don't know what they don't know. They can never see the world through your eyes, only their own. You have to accept that most people really do lack self-awareness. When they scoff at the way you live your life and they give you their opinions on how your life should be, they know with certainty that they are right and you are wrong. That is an impossible obstacle to overcome, which is why the only way to overcome it is to simply accept it and stop caring what they think. To be honest, this seems to be most common in my Clovis clients who are very close to my own age. For the record, I am 33 years old. The majority of the messages I get about loved ones causing trouble come from one of two people. Person number one, a spouse, usually a wife, whose husband is simply not a supportive human being usually a very stubborn man with virtually zero self-awareness. He sees life through the lens of a black-and-white Leave it to Beaver episode from the 1960s. He trusts that the doctors and so-called experts know more than this weird Justin guy from Clovis ever could. And person number two, a person my own age who is struggling immensely with the constant judgment from their parents. Now, when dealing with the unsupportive spouse, 10 times out of 10, you are dealing with unaddressed insecurities, meaning the person is insecure as hell and they have no idea that they are. Again, no self-awareness. I hate to say it this way, but these types of spouses are usually not the go-getter types. They are the be quiet and listen to the experts types. Many times, they'll even have a long history of what I call obedience. Like having a 9-to-5 job with a boss, a salary, and health benefits, and a matching 401k, right? They like safety and stability. They do not like risk. That's okay. I'm not saying they're wrong. This is just what I normally see. And many times, they're military or ex-military, Again, a long history of obedience. Doing things differently is not their strong suit. Again, we must accept these things, not constantly try to combat them or change them. Not following the rules is always going to be a bit of a struggle for this type of person. We should have empathy for this. Now, in the case of the unsupportive parents, you are literally dealing with alternate realities. No exaggeration. If you're 33 years old like I am or younger, you need to understand that your parents cannot even imagine the world that we all currently live in. I'm going to say that in another way. Your parents cannot even imagine the world that they themselves currently live in. When they were children, the leave it to beaver American dream was the cream of the crop. It was the absolute best Case scenario that most people could possibly hope for out of life. And that was actually true of the time. It was a great thing to pursue. We really can't fault them for that belief system. And sure, they can see the growth of technology all around them, but the generational gap is very, very real. And I believe that they cannot grasp the profundity of what the internet has done to the global economy and even the collective consciousness. But that is another huge topic for another day. The same way the public school system still operates like it's 1945, so do the brains and, unfortunately, the imaginations of your parents. Of course, there are outliers, the open minded parents, but we're focusing specifically on the majority for this episode. If you try to live life according to a Leave It to Beaver episode, in today's society, in 2019, You will suffer tremendously. The entire system is against you. The deck is fully stacked in favor of the house. The government, the corporations, the universities, big food, big pharma, you name it. They want you to sit down, shut up, be compliant, and keep funneling your money where they tell you to. Big food, big pharma, higher education, taxes, 401ks, IRAs, mortgages, car payments, doctors, pills, potions, and consumer goods. But I digress. Let's take a step back from the nitty-gritty. You have to understand, you probably cannot change the minds of your loved ones. If you believe in Clovis, that means that somewhere along the line, a certain piece of my content gave you what I call an aha moment or a light bulb moment that fundamentally changed the way you view the world. That is a beautiful thing, and I am so thrilled that that happened for you. But you cannot force that same experience on another human being, no matter how bad you want it for them, no matter how much you love them. And the harder you push, the less likely they are to come on board. I'm going to share a quote that most of us will be familiar with. It's been paraphrased and repeated in countless different ways by countless different people. Quote, You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. End quote. This quote is usually attributed to Jim Rome, and I agree with this statement wholeheartedly. It is also one of the most difficult areas of life for my clients to change in any meaningful way. When I say change, I mean people tend to give their loved ones some sort of exemption here. When they think of the five people they spend the most time with, they skip right over immediate family or their spouse or their kids as if they somehow don't count for this particular thought experiment. They skip all of their own family and start thinking about their friends who they might hang out with once or twice a month or their coworkers who they see at the office forgetting that they might see their mom and dad each and every day, especially depending on their living situation, or they might talk to them every single day on the phone. They are willing to play along with this powerful thought experiment of who you spend the most time with. They're even willing to make adjustments on who they spend the most time with, but they are simply not willing to reduce the amount of time they spend with loved ones, no matter how toxic they may be. It can be easy to leave behind the friend you've had since high school who just won't stop showing up talking shit about everything and everyone. I actually had this experience happen at large scale when it suddenly dawned on me that all of my friends were drunks. They were all either musicians or bartenders and we would get together in bars late at night and I would listen to all of them talk about how their car payments and rent were too damn expensive because the world is full of rich assholes who prey on them as they order another round of $12 tequila shots and tip their bartender friend 40%. I would then listen to the quote-unquote singer-songwriters complain about how they can't get a break in the music industry because the system is rigged and talent doesn't matter, as they took another shot of tequila instead of going home and working on their craft. Or the snarky comments about me choosing the path of pop music and reality TV and YouTube as if I was somehow less of an artist than the angsty, starving artist who can't pay their bills. And, of course, I would get made fun of incessantly when I first made the switch to paleo and stopped drinking beer and eating crappy bar food. As I detail my experience, I am sure that just about all of you can think of some similar people you've had in your life along the way. Once your eyes are opened to the truth of what these people bring to the table, once you see that there is nothing you can do to change them, once you reach that point of no return, it can be quite easy to walk away from those individuals and write them off as toxic. But, as I stated earlier, when we're talking about true loved ones, it's a whole different ballgame. I cannot get people to see the situation so clearly. It's a strange phenomenon. Perhaps I have a darker outlook on this than most, but I do not think that any human being has a right to be a part of your life. That is a privilege that is earned. I don't care if it's your mom or dad who changed your diapers, your spouse who's been with you in good times and bad, or even your kids, literally little carbon copies of yourself. If these people treat you poorly, consistently— have done this for a long time, and you see no signs of that behavior changing anytime soon, you need to ditch them. Not only that, but you need to ditch them truthfully and usually publicly so that the rest of your loved ones understand what the hell happened. Now, understand, the hope here is that this dramatic, and yes, often traumatic, decision does not have to be permanent. Of course, with loved ones over other types of acquaintances, there should be a clear path of redemption. These people should have a shot at earning their way back into your life. Unless, of course, they are abusive in any way, shape, or form. The line has to be drawn somewhere. But before I continue to talk about redemption, I also want to be clear that my criteria for ditching people is probably a lot less lenient than yours. And that's after years of personal development work and finally focusing on self-love and believing that I deserve great things in this life. A few example of things I see people putting up with constantly. Loved ones talking shit about other loved ones. When you're alone with mom and she talks shit about all of your siblings or other family members, says things she wouldn't dare say if they were all in the same room. Hint. This means she does the same thing when you're not around, but she's talking about you. Or maybe your sister constantly takes blatant digs at just about every aspect of your life. You tell her a fun story that happened at your work, and she says, God, I'm so glad I don't have your job. Or you tell her a cute story about your kids, and she says, Yeah, I'm so glad my kid doesn't have that problem. She has an almost magical way of taking anything positive and turning it negative. Or your spouse, who loves to remind you of all the times you've failed every time you decide to try something new. You say, hey, I found this new thing called Clovis, and this Justin guy seems super passionate and genuine. And your spouse responds like clockwork with something like, Oh, sure, just like Beachbody and Herbalife and Jillian Michaels, just go ahead and waste even more of our money. Or, another great example that everyone seems to have in their circle of loved ones is the victim. The person who insists that their lot in life is 100% unique. Nobody else can ever top their misery. Nobody else can even imagine their struggle. The deck is unfathomably stacked against them. There is nothing anyone could ever do to help them as they continue to self-sabotage day in and day out. See, the thing to remember here is people only tend to think of other people as toxic when those people are blatantly being mean to them. But that's not really what I'm talking about here. If you listen back to those examples I just gave, mom is talking shit about everyone else. You never actually hear her talk bad about you. The sister is taking digs, but not being overtly mean or rude. The spouse is stating facts, purposefully setting the scene to make it impossible for you to disagree with them. And the victim is usually telling you how lucky you are for your incredible life. Reminding you that it must be nice to have your life rather than their miserable life. These types of people are so common that all of us have just learned to accept them. We say things like, oh, that's just mom, or that's just Susie, or that's just my hubby, but I made a commitment. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, to assure you, that if you want to live your very best life, you need to start being ruthless about the people you spend time with. I understand not wanting to cut people off outright immediately. That is a perfectly normal response to have to what I'm saying here. That's why you need to begin with honesty. And for most of you, that will be even harder than just walking away or burying your head in the sand. Because this means pointing out to mama that all she does is talk shit and you don't like it. Asking your sister outright to stop taking digs at you. Telling your hubby that he can either support you or shut his pie hole. And telling the victim to get their shit together or you're going to stop talking to them. Again, these are just examples using titles like mom or sister or hubby. But this could be your friends, your co-workers, your kids, your cousins, whoever. The title of the individual is arbitrary. I mean, folks... Life is too short for you to live in some crappy, seemingly scripted drama. When I get around toxic people and listen to them whine, it literally feels like they're reading off of a teleprompter from a bad reality TV show. For most people, life looks more like a canceled show on the WB network than it does an uplifting adventure movie. What do you want to do with your time on this earth? I want to share with you what it took for me to truly learn the power of this. Mastermind groups. I'm probably going to do an entire episode just about what I learned at a giant mastermind I attended in Croatia on a private island with 200 other entrepreneurs. But I'll just briefly say that I have never had an experience match the experience I had in Croatia, ever. To be an entrepreneur on that island in that moment in time, it meant that you had already met a very specific set of criteria. You checked the boxes on a whole lot of prerequisites to even be there. With every new person you'd meet, it was 100% safe to assume that they were a certain type of person. And I am telling you, a week on an island with 200 like-minded individuals created absolute magic. Every word of every conversation on that island was filled with love, support, positivity and an abundance mindset i don't think i heard the words trump or politics or the right or the left or my boss a single time there was no competition even between individuals running companies that were direct competitors to one another online no arguments no pissing contests nothing None of the behaviors that we have just accepted as normal in our unbelievably negative society. It just wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, I know a bunch of you just tuned out completely and said, must be nice getting to travel the world, Justin. Easy for you to say. Some of us can't do those things. If that was your emotional reaction to what I just said, you really need to re-examine your belief systems. Because that is all bullshit. It's so easy to believe that these entrepreneurs live life this way because they are successful. So it's easy for them to be positive. Nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the inverse is the truth. Those entrepreneurs are wildly successful because they are positive. ...and have lived life through the lens of an abundance mindset. The universe has rewarded them immensely for living that way and adding value to the world, not the other way around. If you're still not buying it, you must understand that any situation you are currently in is 100% a product of your own doing. Whether or not you change your situation now or in the future will also be 100% a product of your own doing. I've been a hard-driving entrepreneur since I was 13 years old. Nobody handed me any of this. And nobody is going to hand it to you. I'm not saying it's fair, but that is reality. Nobody is coming to save you. In fact, most people and this is the topic at hand, will try to bring you down. So if you know it's all on you, it's your responsibility to make the changes necessary to impact your own life for the better, tell me what sounds easier to you. Running headfirst into obstacles and trying to smash through them or simply removing the obstacles altogether so you're not constantly giving yourself concussions. The toxic people in your life are obstacles. They impact you in ways you cannot even imagine. They are constantly giving you little mini concussions and head trauma every time you are forced to interact with them. Think of it like cigarettes. Smoking a single cigarette is benign. It won't hurt you at all. It certainly won't kill you. For an average person of average health, the system can handle it no problem, mitigate the damage, and it will have zero lasting effect. However, make that exposure chronic, five cigarettes a day, a pack a day, thousands of cigarettes over the course of years, and the damage to the body is almost beyond comprehension. The same is true of toxic individuals that you expose yourself to day in and day out over and over. Sure, you can handle your racist uncle's drunken rants once per year at Thanksgiving without punching him out, but... Could you imagine being exposed to the same rant every day for a full year? So many of you, especially the Clovis tribe, are meticulously careful about what you allow in your bodies and even on your bodies, going as far as to remove toxic products from your home. But yet, you will still give these toxic people a seat at your table, sometimes daily, for years, if not decades. All the while... You have these big, beautiful dreams and you want a life completely different from the one you're living and you just can't figure out why year after year goes by and nothing changes. Is it really that hard to understand? I have daily interactions with clients and they are upbeat and positive and excited to make changes. We might have a wonderful 45-minute coaching call and then the last 15 minutes comes and I see it in their face. Their mood changes, they sink down in their seat, and they say something like, quote, now if I could only get person X on board, end quote. They look immensely defeated. All of the positivity and momentum of the last 45 minutes goes right out the window. They know that the conversation they just had with me was magical. But they also know that if they try to share the contents of that conversation with person X in their life, they're going to get put down. They're going to get laughed at. They're going to get brushed off. They are going to get discouraged. This is the power that other people can have over you if you are not careful. I am telling you, If the people you spend time with daily are not on board with how you live your life, you will never achieve your best life. If you do, it will happen against all odds and it will take a truly heroic effort. As is true of all of my episodes, I'm speaking to you from experience. This is something I still have to face with particular individuals on a very regular basis. I am not saying it's easy. It is astronomically difficult. In my own life, I have found that radical honesty works best. When I limit my time with people, I tell them exactly why I am doing it, and I remind them that I love them very much, and I'm here when they are ready to change their behavior. Now, I also want to give you some really practical tips in this episode. And as I thought about all the tips I could give you, there is one that just clearly outshines all the rest. This is the Jedi mind trick, the ultimate hack for this particular issue. The power of technology, namely, audible books and podcasts. If you want to ensure that most of your time is spent with like-minded people, simply fill your ears with like-minded people. Fill your ears with podcasts, and audible books whenever possible. While driving, while doing dishes, while working out, while doing yard work, while hiking, whatever it may be. Yes, it is good to disconnect each day as well and have some quiet time, but I cannot overemphasize how much your mindset will change if you let positive people speaking with an abundance mindset fill your ears and your brain for hours each and every day. Think about it it is quite similar to actually spending time with those people. If, all of a sudden, you're spending more time with Tim Ferriss than you are your drunk barfly friends, things will change for you. I guarantee it. Particularly if you are choosing to listen to people who are genuine. For instance, anytime Clovis clients meet me in person, I always crack up laughing because they're like, Man, I feel like I'm listening to an AMA or listening to your podcast. You're exactly the same in real life. And I just laugh. And I'm like, yeah, what do you think? I'm a good enough actor to do over 200 hours of live content pretending to be someone I'm not? Like, no, absolutely not. There's no way I could do that. My only option is to be myself. So spend more time with me. Listen to more podcast episodes just like this one. I'm saying all of this to let you know that you don't have to travel to Croatia. You don't have to join a mastermind although I highly recommend it for my fellow entrepreneurs. I have a podcast, and I have countless friends who have podcasts or books they've written, and they're all great people. I have a list of hundreds of Audible books I could share with you on every topic under the sun. Inside my I Am Clovis membership platform, I have a specific section dedicated to my favorite podcasts. And then there is the beauty of remote video calls. Through international travel, I've made friends all around the world, and I have regular video calls scheduled in my calendar with those people to make sure we keep in touch. For instance, my dear friend Jessica is an absolute rock star entrepreneur, and we are extremely like-minded and positive people. We met in Croatia, and she lives in Canada. I live in Nashville, which means we don't get to see each other. So we make sure to do a video call every two weeks without fail. And those conversations sometimes go two hours because it's just so refreshing to be speaking to a like-minded person. It is not practical for me to sit here and say you should only interact with like-minded abundance mindset individuals 100% of the time. That is not feasible and it's just not the truth. But you can absolutely limit your time with toxic individuals and increase your time with like-minded individuals with just a little bit of effort. Why not choose a friend you've made inside the Clovis Academy and set up a bi-weekly video call with them? Why not get on meetup.com and search for interesting groups in your area? Or do a Facebook search for local groups in your area? Why not start your very own group or mastermind in your area? That's actually something that I'm working on here in Nashville with a few like-minded friends. The problem is, and here comes tough love, Justin, fair warning. Most of you will say, I can't, before you've even spent five minutes trying. The possibilities are endless, and you are absolutely in charge of what type of people have influence in your life. Just Go ahead and start making changes. That's it. Now, be prepared. Be prepared for the pushback, the eye rolls, and the snarky comments in the obligatory moments where you do have to spend time with problematic loved ones. And just flat out, stop caring. Period. Their opinions literally mean nothing. I promise you. Stop Caring what other people think. It does not mean that you love them any less. It just means you're finally making the decision to live life on your own terms. Stop caring what other people think about your personal decisions for your own life. That, my friends, is the path to ultimate freedom.